Hello, and welcome to the Teens for Christ podcast, or the TFC for short. I'm Fionnosusin, and this is Matthew Ozkanak, and we're, our topic today will be living a balanced Christian life. Now, first off, before we even dive in, what is a balanced Christian life, and what does it look like? Well, one of the first topics, you have to have the knowledge, skill, and spiritual balance. Because without those, fundamentally, you can't be a good Christian or an effective one at that. Yeah. Also a solid point. You need a schedule to control your day. Yes, to make the most of it, to be effective so that you're not just sitting there for two hours doing you who knows what. <laughs> Playing video games <laughs> or... Reading a favorite book or something like that. Now when we're going into it, now let's get deeper into the meaning of each of these subjects. So for the spiritual aspect, it can include wisdom, loving one another, the heart, faith of God, character, integrity, purity, or even many more like how you are maturing in Christ and your intentions. Yes, for knowledge, it, your intellect, education, IQ, all groups together as what, how much you're putting towards learning more about God and your cognitive insight, analytics, and understanding how you're just trying your hardest to research and grasp the word of God. Yes. And for skill, some things can be practiced because in order to get better at stuff, you need to be able to practice your raw ability, your will, your motive. You can show your skill through the fruit of the Spirit by how you're acting as a Christian, how you're showing those things that God is giving you to you, and also how you model yourselves to, to be an example for others. It can be a very important skill to have. Yes. Now I just want to continue by seeing, out of all these three things, which one should we go for, or which one should we focus on first? So I'm now going to read Matthew 6, verse 33, which says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. What this verse is saying is that we should firstly seek the spiritual aspect, because with the spiritual aspect, God can give us more wisdom that we need for knowledge, and he can bless us in ways that we might have never imagined for skills. He could have given us the ability to play an instrument what we never could have learned before. He could have helped us maybe to be really good at math or something. Who knows? Yes. There's a lot of things that he could have given you. Yes, and Jesus was a perfect example of a balanced life. He put his whole heart, soul, and mind towards God and his time learning about Christ. Uh, for example, in Luke 2.52, And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature, and in favor with God and men. Also, in 1 Samuel 2.26, Now the boy Samuel continued to grow both in stature and in favor with the Lord and also with men. So, for like that's just saying how with a balanced life, you can move forward in life. You can put your time and effort towards God. It will all pay off. That's very true. I agree with that. Now, I have another verse here, which is just the second of many that I have. It is Second Peter 3, verse 17, and it says, You, therefore, beloved, 
knowing this beforehand. Take care that you are not carried away with the error of lawless people and lose your own stability. So this verse is saying that we should be very careful uh, who we are friends with or who we are close to. Because people that we're close to can either, can either make us better or break us down. It really depends on who they are, how they act around you, and what type of role model they are to you. Yes, that's a solid fact. Yeah. Okay, and now another one. I have Philippians 4, verse 8, and that says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. This verse I really like because it's saying all the things that we as Christians should be doing, which should be striving to do. We shouldn't be doing things that are wasting our time all the time. Or we, shouldn't, we should only focus on doing things that bring glory to God, that bring Him praise, that make Him proud. Because as Christians, that's what we're meant to do. As Jesus came to this earth to make his father proud, we're here to make him proud as well and to let our light shine in this world of darkness. Yes, like when you play video games, it's okay to play, what, like an hour a day, just as long as you don't play it the whole entire day and, and you're get obsessed. Your time. Yeah, because yeah. that can start being a problem for you. Because you, anything you do, it's okay. But when you do it to a point that it becomes more important to you than God is to you, that's yes. when it becomes a problem. And that's when you should really evaluate whether this thing is getting too much or not. Hmm. Now we should dive into the topic of a balanced versus unbalanced life. Yes, I think that's a good idea. A balanced life mostly consists of, like, you got to have a schedule. For example, like maybe you wake up at nine o'clock in the morning, you go eat breakfast, maybe you'll maybe go down, have a devotion or pray by yourself, read the Bible, something like that. Maybe yeah. then after go play some basketball or sport or do some physical activity, then have lunch and maybe, you know, just so on and so forth. But like as an unbalanced life you might wake up not eat breakfast, just play video games, or... Not care about your mental health, or your spiritual health, or yeah. your physical health, which can be a bad thing for all areas of our lives. And now, especially, since everyone's home most of the time, it can either give us the opportunity to get closer to God, or to stray farther and farther away from Him. So we have to make that choice ourselves. Yes. So now I'm just going to go into another one of my verses that I found, which is 1 Thessalonians 2 verse 9. And it says, For you remember, brothers, our labor and toil. We worked night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you, while we proclaim to you the gospel of God. So this verse has Paul talking or writing in a letter to the people that are in the church in the city or in the area of Thessalonica and he's saying how even though he was preaching to them even though he was trying to help them grow in their faith he was also working as many of you would probably know Paul was a tent maker so he had a job even though he was preaching full time even though he was devoting his time to God he still would try to earn some money so that he wouldn't go begging people in the church for money so that he wouldn't be a burden 
You wouldn't be someone that was like, oh, he's coming again. Now he's going to take more of my money and I'm not going to have anything. Yeah. He's trying to be independent in ways that so he won't cause problems for others in the church and he can focus more on God. Yeah, that's a solid point. Yeah. No. What do you think a balanced life consists of? Um, really, it's just how you are able to change. Because, like, what I see it as, it's like running a race, except it's not just a one straight race. It's like a triathlon. It has multiple different stages, multiple layers, different things you have to be accustomed to. Like, you could run for a part of it. Then you could go swimming. Who knows? Then you could bike. Then you could do other things. So as Christians, our battle isn't always just going to be the same. We could, let's say, for um, example, if we were in a war, like a long, long, long time ago, like yes. in the World Bible times or something like that, like the Bible times or something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you could be good at using an, a sword, right? But then you lose your sword, so you have to resort to an arrow. If you can't use a bow and arrow, then uh, it's good luck for you. You're yeah. going to be in trouble. So then you'd have to learn how to use different things to defend and be on offense so that you could protect yourself and those around you. Just as we need to protect ourselves as Christians, being able to have a well-rounded and balanced life, spiritually, mentally, and physically. A perfect time to delve into the Word of God is when you're about to go to sleep. Maybe read a quick three-minute devotional or just anything to get you closer. Read your favorite Bible verse or just and dial that, into yeah. the Word of God. And many um, Bible apps on phones now, they have like a verse of the day. So whether you're reading in the morning, you're at, reading at night, or you even have a Bible plan that you're listening to on your way to work in the morning or on your way to school on the bus, it's always a good thing to set aside some time to learn more about God and get closer to Him. Because it's like um, it's like bread. It's the bread of life, Jesus even said. Or it's like um, water that when you drink it, you won't thirst anymore. So it's sort of something that our spiritual person needs constantly or else they'll, just like any normal person, they'll starve, which isn't good. Yes. Now, I just want to mention one extra verse right now. It's Proverbs 16, verse 7. And this verse I really like because it's saying that even though, like, we can just be doing things at times, when we have our mindset, when our path is straight with God, uh, everything becomes easier. It says here, when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. So that's just saying that, your life could be a total mess right now. You could be failing in your classes. You could be, who knows, you could be close to getting fired at your work. But one thing you should always do, no matter what's happening around, you should always focus on God. Because a lot of things could happen. A lot of things could be distracting you. Like Peter, when Jesus told him to get out of the boat, at first he got out. But then he got distracted by all the waves, by all the high winds. Everything distracting him, everything around him. He started getting distracted, and what happened? He started to sink. If we lose our eye on God, if we lose our focus on Him, then we can start to sink, and all of our troubles can really start taking a heavy toll on us. But if we remain focused on Him, things can start to seem easier, and He can help us in ways 
that would have never happened if we tried to run it by ourselves. Yes. Uh, I guess I'll add something else. Um, having the right or wrong type of people around you, like I said earlier, can either make us or break us. We should have the heart of a child, but not the mind of a child. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, that's really good. Um, well, one thing I see from that, as you just said, that statement's pretty good. And I see it that even Jesus said that the children of God shall inherit heaven, right? Yes. Yeah, so when he said that, it's the aspect of children depending on their parents, whether they need clothes, whether they need food. But at a point, they start to mature. But at this stage, Jesus, or whoever made this statement, he's comparing that us as Christians, we should have the dependent um, attitude towards God. So we can't say that, oh, I don't need God. I have thousands of dollars in my bank account. I can just give some to the church and then just go on my way. That's a very bad thing to do. Because no. as soon as you start thinking you're better than God, uh, you never know what could happen. Yeah. You could lose all your money from stock markets or say your business just goes wrong and you start losing yeah. all that money and you go to church, you got to put your life towards God and God will protect you and focus his life and help you too. Because even when the children of Israel, they were God's chosen nation. So that means they must have been really close to him and that God had a special connection with that country. And he still does today. He said even when he's coming back again, that many people that are Jews in Israel, they will believe in Jesus when they see him then and they'll be saved. But even back then, they believed in God, but it wasn't consistent at a point they started worshiping other gods and what did that do that upset god he said he thought to himself probably that oh they think that they don't need me anymore well now i'm gonna bring babylon and now they're gonna take them prisoners and then they're gonna have to serve them and we'll see who's whose god is really stronger then so it's never a good idea to turn your back on god because we always will need him and it's really never a good idea to do that And, like, a good way to make sure you're always focused on God is just to say, would God do this? Just to reassure yeah, yourself. to make sure that you're aligned in what he wants you to do. And also we have the word of God to help us. It's sort of like a manual. Yeah, and in First John 2.15, as Christians, we should... So, yeah, as he was saying there, he said that First John 2.15, correct? Yes. It says... Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Conclusion. Oh, sorry. As Christians, we should not love this world full of immortals because then... Then... Full of immorality, yeah. Yes, sorry. Because when things of this world become more important than God, they become our God. Yeah, that's really right, I guess, yeah. And also, when putting things before God, it's not good. Even though we can, like, have a job, we need to get money, yes. I'm not neglecting that fact. But sometimes, if we have a job and that job becomes too much, maybe we can ask someone to 
oh maybe lower my shift time amount or because at a point if that job becomes too much that we have to do it instead of going to church on Sunday instead of going to Bible study instead and as of you said like a burden yeah if you don't want to because if you do that you're hurting your spiritual life so yet you don't want to be a burden to others but you're becoming a burden to your spiritual life you're becoming a problem because things are going to start going down and that's when you start having an imbalance again when your spiritual life is going down yet you your money may be going up but your spiritual life is suffering which is never good which you never know if your money that will never be there forever that's just a temporary temporarily yeah thing it's a material it's Mm -hmm not everlasting like god yeah we came into this world with nothing and eventually we're gonna leave this world with nothing yes so yeah i guess that's really most of what we're gonna talk about today it's sort of a short one but i mean the topic is powerful and we encourage you all whoever is listening to explore more into god's word explore more into what it means to have a balanced life because Honestly, that topic can never be fully covered because everyone's growing every single day. Everyone's learning new things about God. God is revealing himself in different ways to everyone all the time. So really, everyone can learn something else about God that maybe your neighbor didn't know. So yes, I guess that's really what we have today. And we thank you for spending your time listening. And if Matthew has anything else to add... Non, you practically covered it all. Nice job. Well, thank you guys for listening. Have a nice day, and see you next time. And may the Lord be with you as well. Okay, bye.